This month in retarded as fuck. August 2021. Welcome to Zero Fox Left, and I am your humble, soft-spoken, always apologetic, never misgendering, never toxically masculine, never black supremacist host, Fox McKenna. And uh, let's just start off. Uh, I know everyone will want... We'll, we'll get to Afghanistan, and, and I'm going to be... Uh, it's, it, if you know me, and you've listened to this for a while, you're going to understand my stance. If you're new to this, uh, you know, it might be a different take. Uh, but we'll get to that later. Well, let's start off with uh, rich people giving rich people money. I'm sure you've all heard this, but uh, Jeff Bezos of Amazon decided to give $100 million to, I, I guess, diversity initiatives, or how, however you want to call it. Uh, one of the people that received the money was uh, Van Jones. Uh, Van Jones already has a net worth of $5 million. Uh, I think his average salary is uh, like $1 to $2 million. Uh, he's some... Uh, uh, black bald guy with glasses that tries to appear very educated uh, and, and edgy and he just says the same old talking points that everyone says like see I, I could easily become a leftist because I know exactly what you're supposed to say in a certain situation uh, you know like for instance is, is the person uh, white that's doing the shooting uh, well they're a murderer is the person black well they're a hero so it's, it's very simple you just tow that exact line and uh, everyone will applaud uh, but Van Jones gets that and, and it makes absolutely no sense I mean Jeff Bezos just has so much money to piss away that's like Kim giving a hundred dollars to somebody uh, I don't know the exact ratio but it's not a lot of money to him so he's like why not uh, look I, I gave a black guy money he could have given it given it to anyone uh, but he gave it to a rich black guy who has had more privilege and a better life than 99.99% uh, of any white people on planet Earth. But that's equity. That's that's making the world better. Uh, you know what? Let's get Afghanistan uh, out of the way. I, I, I can't sit there and, and hide it and try to talk about all this other stuff. Um, Really all you need to know about Afghanistan is it was a huge waste of uh, fucking money. That's really it. Um, it was a waste of time. It was a waste of money. Uh, it's a proof that our government is a sham. It's, it's illegitimate. It doesn't uh, value citizens first. I mean, that's just basic common sense to... Uh, before you're going to pull the military out of the area, just pull the citizens out of the area. I mean, it's just you, you could know nothing about any foreign policy, know nothing about war. I, I, I think I want to set the age at age 12. Any 12 year old would be able to, if I said, hey, you're, you're in this area, there's U.S. citizens there, you have the military there, who do you, who do you pull out first if you're going to leave the country? I, I feel like most 12 year olds would be able to get that question right. But our leaders cannot. So. At max, they're as smart as 11-year-olds, uh, and that's on the left and right. They're, they're a bunch of fucking idiots. Uh, they just stay perpetually in office because they were able to get money and backing uh, because they'll, they will tow these lines. 
and it feels like we're stuck with them. And if you're not stuck with them, you're stuck with their successor, which which is just as bad. And then you're stuck with uh, uh, the bureaucrats, the FBI director, you know, who's gay, uh, I'm assuming. Uh, the CIA director who's, like, trans or something. Uh, you know, you're, you're stuck with all these people. Uh, BIPOC, Secretary of State, whatever you want to call it. All, all these weird terms that didn't exist back in the 90s. You're stuck with all of them. And they're not in your best interest. They don't care. They'll bring, they'll dump a ton of Afghan refugees, mostly men. I mean, you can see the video uh, of the people chasing a plane that they keep playing endlessly. It's just a bunch of fucking men uh, running. Uh, it, it looks staged as fuck to me, but assuming it's real, it's just a bunch of fucking cowards uh, fleeing their country. Uh, there wasn't really any war put up to stop the Taliban. It was just like the Taliban's like, hey, we're coming. Uh, Alright, we quit. That was pretty much it. Uh, so, that was the amount of effort, it seemed like, was put up uh, by this trained military that we spent all this money and effort training and dumping tons of equipment and money on uh, to, to really reap no reward. What, what is the... What is the count? Let me let me let's go to a few uh, articles here. Uh, what did the U.S. get for two trillion dollars in Afghanistan by Sarah Alkumatar and Ron Norland? This is back in December 9, 2019, New York Times. So there, I'm using an unbiased source. I don't even like the New York Times. I don't consider them news. More than 2,400 American soldiers and more than 38,000 Afghan civilians have died. After 18 years of war and $2 trillion, was the money well spent? The Taliban control or contest much of the country still. This is 2019. I don't, I don't follow any of this shit. Um, so I'm going to have to go to some articles. Uh, $10 billion spent on counter-narcotics. Afghan supplies 80% of the world's heroin. That's the war on drugs for you. Uh... <laughs> 87 billion to train Afghan military and police forces that quit. Um, just, I guess the Taliban misgendered them. I, I'm not sure exactly how or why they quit. Uh, but I'm sure we trained them to be a bunch of pussies. So it makes. I remember seeing uh, tweets from the Afghan, uh, just various accounts, uh, government accounts, talking about Happy Pride Month. This, we're talking about Afghanistan, where they throw people off fucking buildings for being gay? Yeah, okay. Well, let's buy into that. $24 billion on economic development. At most Af Afghans still live in poverty. $30 billion on reconstruction. Most of that money was lost to corruption and failed product projects. I mean, which is not shocking. I mean, how are our roads doing? Drive through any major metropolis and see if you don't feel like you wrecked your car in a pothole after a certain amount of time. So... We don't do good here. $500 billion on interest. The war has been funded with borrowed money. Shocking. $1.4 on veterans that have fought in post-9-11 wars by 2059. So we're still losing the money. Yeah. Still losing the fucking money, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. 
Uh, and that's because everyone immediately medical and disability costs will continue for decades. Uh, that, that's and most of those people aren't people that fought in the war or seen anything tragic. Uh, I mean, you can just look at the stats on who is a uh, uh, fought in combat. I talked about this another time versus who hasn't fought in combat statistically, and you know um, you got people on naval ships getting that have PTSD and they're going to get full disability someday, not pay any property taxes. I mean, I don't blame anyone for trying to get out of property taxes. They are a scam. You shouldn't owe the government uh, money forever uh, for property that you own, but there is no such thing as property, individual property rights, and we've seen that from the eviction moratorium uh, and the CDC basically saying, oh, well, we own your property. You can't sell it or uh, kick out the tenant if you want to. So, yeah, the costs are just going to continue to go up. Uh, but essentially, the New York Times uh, article concludes that uh, we've gained nothing. So if people who are like, oh, well, you know, America's just on this, uh, they want to uh, conquer the world and uh, colonialize and, and get all this money and resources, uh, we've lost money. So there goes that narrative. We, we've lost money. So I don't know how you say we gained something from it when clearly we lost. That's a contradiction. And people have lost their lives. Uh, staggering costs, U.S. military equipment left behind in Afghanistan eight days ago. Adam Andruski, Forbes magazine. Again, uh, Forbes used to just be a finance magazine. Now it's, a, am sure, a propaganda piece of some sort. Uh, I don't trust any of these publications, but let's just go with it. The U.S. provided an estimated $83 billion worth of training equipment in Afghan security forces since 2001. This year alone, the U.S. military aid to Afghan forces was $3 billion. Uh, this is an easy blah, blah, blah. Let's see. U.S. taxpayers paid for the audits, and the U.S. provided equipment and should be able to follow the money. Well, you can't. So uh, don't worry about that. Uh, the U.S. purchased and provided 75K vehicles, 208 aircrafts to the Afghan army. Who quit, by the way? Armored personnel carriers cost uh, 170K each. Uh, yeah, I'm just... Mine-resistant vehicles, recovery vehicles, Humvees. Um, it's, it's, they seize, the Taliban seized Black Hawk helicopters in a... A-29 Super Takano attack aircraft as of last month. Afghans Ministry of Defense posted photos on social media of seven newly arrived helicopters. Black Hawk helicopters can cost up to $21 million. My goodness. Uh, the A-29 Super Takano attack aircraft for $427 million. Oh my goodness. Uh, it just It's just adding up. But here in the U.S., uh, we got we got to get rid of those bump stocks, guys. We got to get rid of those bump stocks. My goodness, I mean, we got to get rid of uh, those braces, pistol braces. We got to get rid of high capacity magazines. But our literal enemies can be left with um, helicopters that can bomb the fuck out of us. That's awesome. Lost drones. 174 million in drones. Oh, they just do a little UAV attack on us. 160K night vision goggles. 
600K infantry weapons, including full-auto M16 rifles. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that just, isn't that just great? Uh, almost 10,000 RPGs. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, uh, you can't even make this up. Oh, we lost uh, howitzers. Wow. So, <laughs> so for anyone who's like, yeah, colonization, yeah. Well, no, essentially we were just like, yeah, hey, hey, here you go. I know you hate hate the U.S. and uh, and all of this stuff, uh, and you can't blame them for hating us. Why were the Why were we there in the first place? I mean, you, you really can't. I don't blame them for it. And we're throwing that stuff through. We're we're tweeting out uh, through their accounts and different stuff, propaganda BS about pro pride shit. When, when you think of Afghanistan, do you think of uh, gay people? It doesn't even cross my mind at all. Um, except, you know, being tossed off a roof or something, you know. So. You're angering them. You're trying to change their entire culture. So that part is true. And that's leftists doing that. We're not changing it towards conservative ideals. We're not changing it towards uh, traditional ideals. We're changing it towards radical, progressive uh, bullshit. And that's that's how the U.S. is a uh, conqueror, I guess. We we get no spoils, just insert leftism into government policies, and then all for all the men fleeing from the Afghan army, army, uh, we'll get a whole bunch of cowards and shitty ass people. We'll get the shittiest people, and we'll bring them here as uh, refugees. How about all those men get left behind and just uh, the kids come, and they get adopted by uh, good conservative families. No? Y'all aren't okay with it? <laughs> There's no such thing as conservatism anymore anyway. Don't worry. If, if, if Here's my thoughts. If the Afghanistan men were on the Titanic, uh, the movie would have been drastically different. We would have seen a bunch of life rafts floating in the distance uh, with just men on them. And then uh, the women and children would have been left listening to the band drowning as it sank into the fucking ocean. So, great job. Great job. And how is how is dumping a whole bunch of Afghanistan people here going to benefit anyone? Seriously. I mean, who, who aligns with them? Who is politically aligned with them? Not even the left, by the way. Now, the left banks on being able to brainwash the kids in the public school system and college. So, for sure, they're like, yeah, we'll lose the parents, but, you know, we'll, you know, we have a nice brainwashing system set up. It's like, yeah, but, you know, you still don't realize you burning America to the ground is going to have severe consequences for you guys as well. But keep thinking that you can somehow salvage this debt-ridden uh, ship that has so many holes punched in it. Uh, 
you know, it, there's, it doesn't matter. Why does it matter if somebody's drilling a whole bunch of holes in the boat? Uh, ten people are drilling holes in the boat, and you have one person with a bucket trying to toss the water out of the boat. It doesn't do any good. The bitch is going to Davy Jones' locker. And that, that's where this country's heading. Uh, especially if we end up getting a war again. Uh, I can't imagine what that will do. Let's go right back to war. And then you have uh, uh, the Master Sergeant uh, of the Army, Michael Grinston. He tweets out, Diversity is a number. Do you have people that don't look or think like you in a room? Inclusion is listening and valuing those people. Hashtag women's equality reminds us that we're smarter and more lethal when we come together as an inclusive, cohesive team. Our values demand it. This whole bunch of picture of women, BIPOC uh, people. Okay, let's let's go through this. Do you have people in the room that don't look or think like you? So that's diversity of of ideas. Think like you. That would be a diversity of thought. But meanwhile, if I responded to this with a contrary opinion, uh, which would be exactly not thinking like Michael Grinston, who's an idiot. Uh, piece of shit leader and he should be sent to the gallows uh, the fact that uh, Michael Grinson I would fight you to the death to take your position in the military any any day of the week so you just let me know fox at foxmckenna.com we can set that up a sanctioned fight to the death for your position and if I lose you can prove to the world that you're actually tough but I think you're uh, a big fat pussy um, and I'm willing to prove it with my life so anyway uh, inclusion is listening and valuing value, <laughs> valuing those people. Uh, really, uh, I get removed from every social media outlet for having a different opinion. So is it? And here's the thing: how diverse? What if uh, there's 20 people in a room, and none of those people speak the same language? How are we gonna listen to each other? How are we even going to have a fucking conversation? Is that too diverse? Okay, let's say this. Michael Grinston, uh, let's do a different tactic. I'll take your position if you take, we'll have a paintball contest. You will have 20 people who are all, who all speak different languages, all women, right? And we'll do a sim or paintball challenge somewhere because uh, I, I know you're not going to want to fight to the death. Um, and you'll, you won't speak any of the languages, no interpreters, and you'll be in charge of that group, and I'll be in charge of a bunch of straight white males who speak English. And we'll see who wins that battle. In fact, you know who would win that battle. I would be able to communicate. We would have a shared purpose of embarrassing Michael Grinston and knowing that he's a huge piece of shit, elitist scum, uh, that's spoiled and uh, gets to go to all these military balls and uh, gala events his whole fucking life. I guarantee his parents are fucking uh, loaded as shit. Uh, we know you, Michael, because any white person that talks this way is exactly that. Uh, reminds us we're smarter and more lethal when we come together as an inclusive, cohesive, cohesive team. But how how could you be cohesive if you're, you have no shared culture, no shared identity, no shared purpose, 
How can you be cohesive? Right? Just take a North Korean and a South Korean person. They're both Korean. Completely different. Do they have a shared purpose? No, they don't. They don't have a shared purpose. They can't be cohesive. One is on Kim Jong-un's side. The other one is uh, completely against those ideals. And that's just, that's from the same damn country. The North side and the South side. You could take this in our cities. Take, um, take an area of Chicago, like Boys Town, and see if it aligns well with uh, the hood side, the project side of Chicago. Are they going to be cohesive? Is a bunch of gay guys going to get along with a bunch of gangsters? You'd have to be dumb as shit to think that. And by the way, uh, a woman might be able to do some of the tasks. Like, I think a woman could be a drone pilot and st different stuff like that. But we're talking about, like, actually being able to um, fight physically. Uh, there's zero chance. And I think Fallon Fox proved that. Or just let any trans-mediocre athlete who's a power lifter or anything like that uh, prove that fact to you. Because truth is, uh, a more unified front is, is way better. But here we are releasing uh, videos about how this gay, lesbian, whatever the hell, join the military, join the military, it's very inclusive, it's very... And then you got the Russians and Chinese not giving a shit about that, who have a shared vision, shared language, um, shared purpose. Let's say even in destroying America, or just winning and conquering, winning battles. Not inclusion. They don't give a shit about that. Are you tough enough to make it? If you're tough enough to make it, then welcome. If you're not, then sorry. We care about being strong, powerful, intelligent. It's 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 so stupid, and, and people like this are, they're the problem, and and we don't. By the way, this is why we don't have the strongest military anymore. I believe we did at some point, but we do not. And, and let's just leave that. Uh, Afghanistan uh, never should have happened. We should never be there. Uh, the way we pulled out is fucked up. Um, all this stuff to get us back into war is political theater, in my opinion. It's just going to cause more misery. Uh, we should just, uh, if you want to solve it, there's two two ways of solving it. Uh, uh, bomb them into oblivion, because uh, they've been warring with each other since the, be the beginning of time, and you're never going to change that, even though you think you can. Um, they've been stoning people to death since the beginning of time. You're never going to change that and call it a day. Or, uh, bomb all the places that have our damn equipment, get rid of the their ability to use this equipment, because you have to now, unfortunately, and then call it a day. And that's it. And get the fuck away from... Pulling out is a good idea. The way he pulled out is uh, not useful. So... Let's let's move past Afghanistan. No, or rather, let me just say one more thing. Uh, who thinks 
because of this failure and fast operation fast and furious and all this shit that the afghans will still i mean that the us military uh the country the leaders will stop caring about your firearms now now that there's actually a legitimate reason possibly to keep if anything there's more of a reason now to have civilians with military tech they should be sending you a box with night vision goggles a fucking drone, uh, automatic weapons, um, with armor-piercing rounds. Because who knows what the Taliban's plans are with all that equipment? Who knows? Maybe they actually maybe have an ability to wage a war on us now. Now would be a good time to push the Second Amendment and have well-regulated militias. You know, the kind of well-regulated... Uh, regulated, I'm tongue-tied today, militia that uh, the FBI always tends to investigate and try to seize their firearms and find some weird federal statute that somebody violated to to raid the militia's uh, compounds or whatever. You know. Because that's really an important thing to do is definitely shit on the Second Amendment FBI. But we know you guys are a bunch of elitist fucking pricks uh, that went to Ivy League schools and shit, so um, not really. it's not really shocking. But who thinks they won't uh, keep coming for your weapons after this failure? They still came after uh, Fast and Furious, so it's just going to keep happening. They don't care about you. They hate you. They're willing to dump as many immigrants on you, as many... Um. Uh, you know, sanctions on you, as many restrictions with, uh, you know, vax passports and the inability to be able to uh, live freely. So that's it. I mean, that's that's the country you live in. You know, it, it, it's it's mind blowing how much it's changed just since uh, I was growing up. But let's move on past that. You know, and, and one last point about uh, our leaders. I used to think it was just the senators, the Congress people, the the president. You know, these elite figures that are obviously your your journalists that are overpaid, um, your now late night television host that have twenty writers and can't tell a single fucking joke. Which in itself is actually a joke by itself. Uh, it's really sad what's happened to uh, people like Stephen Colbert and it, it's, it's Jimmy Kimmel. It's, leftism is a, is a cancer. And if I had the infinity gauntlet, I would root it out in a snap of my fingers. But let's, let's do if I had the infinity gauntlet on another day. Uh, but, you know, the sad part is it's uh, leaders in the military, too. And that's what that, that's sort of I guess that's been shocking to me. Maybe it's not shocking to some of you. That's a little shocking to me, a little disheartening, because I would think that they would be tough. And I've always associated uh, military with uh, traditional values and stuff like that. But it's it's not true. They're also I elitist. So. It's just very odd, and I'll play a clip um, here in a second, but 
I don't know if that's surprising to other people, but that's that's very surprising to me. But I think, you know, the grunts and stuff like that that aren't on the BIPOC, uh, who wouldn't use the word BIPOC and who wouldn't use uh, Ledgebit, uh, are probably still the way I'd think of. There's still some tough son-of-a-bitches out there. The problem is most your your officers at a certain point, I think, that especially that went to military academies, because there's forced reading. Uh, so let's listen to this clip if you missed it. Let's add this to the... Let's, let's add this. So Admiral is being... Uh, Admiral Gilliday... Secretary Austin. Military looks like America. So technically, if the military is twelve uh, percent black, it, it looks like the country. And if we have twelve percent black leaders, then we can stop there. Is that what that means? I'm just curious what, when people say it looks like, and we need it to look like America, do they mean exactly statistically? Does that mean if we uh, have 12% of pilots, or is it very specific? 6% of pilots need to be black men. 6% of pilots need to be black women. Do we, do we break it down like that? Exactly 1% need to be Native American or something? By the way, you always hear people talk about Native Americans, and I'm just going to insert this real quick. You know, we took the land from them, even though they were warring over the land the entire time. And then you're like, okay, how would dumping now, uh, let's say hypothetically we were able to dump Afghan refugees into the reservation. How would that help the Native Americans? It would make the reservation more diverse. In fact, the reservation is not diverse at all. So, very, very funny to me. Uh, but how would dumping a whole bunch of Afghans there, how would that help? How would that help them out? How would that help their struggle? How would that help uh, in general, just in any way? Give me one example of how that would help. If I took uh, 150,000 Afghanistan people and dumped them into uh, Indian reservations, and they're all uh, taking all the casino jobs, I don't, oh, no, that's a stereotype. No, because when I think of, you know, they're, they're creating uh, computer labs or, you know, automobile factories. Everyone knows those. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let me stop. But let's stick on, on topic. Uh, let's listen to this. It's just, it's just very, it's very interesting. Do you personally consider advocating for the destruction of American capitalism to be extremist? Here's what I know, Congressman. Say so yes or no. Racism in the United States Navy. Admiral, you recommend that every sailor in the United There's States There's racism Navy in the United, United States Navy. There's racism everywhere, by the way. I'm not forcing anybody to read the book. It's on a recommended reading list. Admiral, did you read the book? I did. He looks like a faggot. He's been bent over. I do think it's important. Here's general dipshit right here. those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. And it is important. That we train and we understand. Okay, so it's important for them to be open-minded. So would this, would these generals and admirals uh, share my podcast? 
with the troops. It gives a very different opinion. It gives a very, you could argue, a very minority opinion. I mean, not many people are going to agree with me. Or, uh, let's, let's share other stuff. Uh, would you share, uh, I'm trying to think of a few people. Um, you know, Tucker Carlson's book, Ship of Fools, with these uh, military members. Milo's book, Dangerous. Uh, would you share some of these things? You know, and there's plenty of other stuff. Would you share those ideas with at the military academy? Would you at least play my podcast and say, hey, let's try to dissect some of this guy's thoughts and uh, let's re- rebuke them, let's, let's refute them? Would you even try? Or would it be so scary to hear it, for them to hear it, that it would it would melt uh, the very halls of West Point and the Naval Academy. W- would it do that? That's what that's the real question. But they say that they, they they'll keep saying, "Oh, it's good to be open minded about critical race." Okay, that's fine. I say give a book on critical race, and then I say give a book by uh, Jared Taylor from American Renaissance. Would you do, would you do both? Or Charles Murray's Bell Curve. Would would you share these as well? Let him read Ibram F. Kennedy, Kennedy or Kenny or whatever the fuck this this uh, dipshit's name is. Do sounds so stupid. He literally uh, defines racism as a series of racist things and uh, stru- racist structures. That's racism. Okay, I define Katuamuk. Uh, uh, if you want to know what Katuamuk means, I define Katuamuk as a series of Katuamuk practices and Katuamuk structures. Do you feel like you understand the definition of that now? No? Yeah, because, yeah. But people like that are paid $20,000 uh, to lecture a whole bunch of fucking white people uh, about privilege. Privilege is getting paid $20,000 to lecture people. When you're a dipshit, when you're a stupid fuck, and he would never debate me in a million years. Period. None of these people would ever have me on. So let's keep going. Let's keep going. We'll, we'll see what else this fucking faggot has to say. Damn. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. <laughs> and I want to understand it on the issue of critical race theory. That was started. Wait. He wants to understand white rage. General. General, let me help you out, buddy. You want to understand white rage? White rage uh, comes from. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna define it right now, and uh, and I'm well. I will come to West Point and debate any of your top scholars. I will debate Ibram Kennedy in front of everyone, whoever, anyone, anytime. Fox at foxmckenna.com. I will go head toe to toe versus anyone with no preparation. You don't even have to give me the topic. I have no research time. I will destroy your people, and you know it. And I'm not even that good. I'll still beat you. That's why shit is banned. That's why certain stuff is uh, brought down by the algorithm. That's why uh, certain people can't have a Twitter account, because you know that some of those points can't be refuted. 
They're too logical. They make too much sense. But here's White Rage. White Rage is a pompous piece of shit general that's a faggot, weak, soft-handed bitch telling me uh, that I need to give a shit about Oprah uh, being a rich motherfucker and that somehow uh, Oprah is more oppressed than me and I need to understand that I caused Oprah's suffering when uh, I I'm, grew up dirt poor and compared to Oprah are still dirt poor. That That's fucking, that's white rage. Or LeBron James who gets to put a fucking ball in a little tiny hoop lecturing people about what it's like to be to the struggles of a black man. There ain't no struggles from from LeBron, LeBron James. That's it. Coal miners, white coal miners have it worse. Lots of people. Kids in trailer parks whose mom is a meth addict have it worse. Stop acting like there's uh, some way to make up shit. There's no such thing as equity, by the way. Let me help you out. White rage is also being pissed off of hearing about, we got to seek equity. You can't even seek equity with fucking twins. You can't even make sure twins have an equal life. From the same fucking parents, the same blood, identical twins have different lives and have different outcomes. You can't even you can't even solve that problem. White rage is being told to give a fuck uh, about slavery when I ain't never owned a slave and I didn't inherit no fucking land. So I don't give a shit about it. Period. Give zero fucks about it. Just like I give zero fucks about what's going on in Afghanistan. Don't give a shit about it. That's not my problem. You can't even solve shit here. There's kids poor here. There's people overdosing from uh, opiates. There's people before that overdosing from crack. We, we go through the list. Uh, y'all can't even stop heroin in Afghanistan. Having the whole country on fucking lockdown. You can't even keep the weapons there. You can't beat Taliban. Um, a, a bunch of ragtag ass soldier, which goes to prove when people are like, what would, uh, I don't understand. You really think, uh, that civilians could beat the military if there was a civil war in this country? <laughs> you might as well just give up your weapons. You have no chance against the military. I, I don't know. Looks like, uh, Vietnam beat the shit out of our troops back then. Um, we invaded the beaches of Normandy at a huge disadvantage. They had height and, uh, bunkered positions we beat them seems like the underdogs win quite a bit if you study history thermopylae uh 300 you've seen the fucking movie uh they fucking win and beat the persian army the bible's full of a thousand fucking stories of a bunch of misfit ragtag soldiers beating the shit out of a bigger military force and then they have leadership like this fuck yeah we'll win Fuck yes, we would win. Fuck yeah, we'll misgender these fucking military generals uh, and use the fucking N-word, and it'll be a fucking wrap. Yeah, you'll lose. Our U.S. military can't even keep its own equipment. How long would it be before uh, the the renegade soldiers uh, uh, had Blackhawks and shit like that? It wouldn't take very long. So yeah, I think uh, the ex-military people... Uh, who are very uh, patriotic, unified, uh, could easily beat the younger soldiers uh, who are just there to get a fucking paycheck and collect disability checks. Yeah, I think that, I think easily. With leaders like this faggot. Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States 
anti-belt laws prior to the Civil War that led to uh, a power differential with African Americans that were three quarters of a human being when this country was formed. And then we had a Civil War and Emancipation Proclamation to change it. And we brought it into the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another hundred years to change that. So look, I do want to know. And I respect your service and you and I are both being berets. Yeah, that's before all our times. And uh, it's hard to believe this dude's a Green Beret. Uh, like, I, I just, I can't even fathom that. I can't, because then you think of the movie Rambo, and then you look at this old, uh, worthless piece of shit, and you're like, Sylvester Stallone is a fucking actor, and I think Sylvester Stallone would easily, uh, through his, his years of pretending to be Rambo, could easily fucking murder this dude in the jungle. It'd be the easiest fucking thing Sylvester Stallone's ever done. I think Sylvester Stallone would uh, annihilate. I'd put all my money. I'd fucking take out a fucking loan from the mafia and put it on Sylvester Stallone over this fucking faggot. Seriously, I, I don't have any respect for any institutions of this country anymore. I, you just can't. What is there to respect? What is there to respect? I'm not responsible for any of that shit. I, I didn't live back in... And guess who fought for fucking Emancipation Proclamation, all that shit? Fucking white people. That's white rage is you telling me I'm responsible for it while simultaneously, assuming my ancestors lived back then, fought for all that shit. So no, you don't get to fucking do that. And name a better place for fucking black people. Name a better place. I'll wait. Mozambique, Africa? The DR Congo? Haiti? Let, let's go through the list. Where is a better place for black people? You can't name it. Because there isn't one. So it's just, it's just, it's fucking stupid. Everyone is fucking stupid. Including this fucking general. Um, and let's just, let's move past. Our, our leaders are gonna ruin this fucking country. They're ruining our military. Uh, we're going to be the weakest military. So, it, it's just, uh, let, let's move past it. I, I, gotta, I gotta stop talking about that shit. Let's get to other news. Oh, well, let's transition perfectly into uh, what I call black privilege. Um, Lieutenant Bird is the guy who shot Ashley Babbitt. We get to know who that is now. He came forward heroically. Yeah, he came forward heroically. Um... And uh, he shot an unarmed 100-pound uh, woman. Uh, why, uh, we'll never know. Uh, maybe he's just uh, a pussy-ass bitch. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing pussy-ass bitch. I'm guessing uh, coward. I'm guessing uh, weak. Uh, and then people are like, in 25 years, he's never had a shooting before. Because there's nothing to shoot when you're a Capitol Police officer. There's nothing going on at the Capitol. There's never any fucking shit to happen at the Capitol. It's just, uh, you, you just stand around. Wear the fucking uniform and act like you're doing some shit. It's not a real, it's not like being in uh, the hood of Chicago and saying, you went 25 years without discharging your weapon. That's a whole different situation. You're going to be faced with a lot of t chances to fucking use your weapon in one scenario versus uh, stand around the Capitol looking pretty in the other. So he's finally faced with a real challenge, I guess a real challenge for him, which is an unarmed woman. Um, and he thinks, I I'm going to shoot this bitch. That's what he thinks. 
and uh, you know we can we can play some clips from the interview. But I just want to point out the obvious is uh, Lieutenant Bird is black, and Ashley Babbitt is white, and so Lieutenant Bird got away with it. Uh, there was no riots being held after the fact because uh, white people don't do that shit, and. Unfortunately, I say that with uh, dismay. I do like that about black people is that they uh, they know how to, uh, well, I guess, I don't want to say they know how to riot, but they do know how to loot a footlocker and burn some shit down. I will give you that. Um, I don't know the obsession with shoes, but, you know, it, it was the same thing when I was growing up. There was quite a, a shoe obsession. I mean, and J's are expensive, so, but let's get past that. Can you imagine... The reaction here's here's the truth, and no one will do this, and none of these generals will talk will talk about it, and no one will have this discussion at West Point. But what would society's reaction be, everyone's reaction be, the news reaction, if Lieutenant Bird was a white man, and Ashley Babbitt was a black woman? We all know, uh, it, it would be outrage, unarmed. You know, why did he do this? Uh, let's find out where he lives. LeBron James would be. Um, Saying, let's find out where this motherfucker lives. He didn't tweet anything about Lieutenant Bird. Um, you know, it's kind of kind of quiet. You know, it's uh, BLM's quiet. You know, White Lives Matters is quiet. Oh, there's not a White Lives Matters. Uh, my bad. Um, but let's you know, let's play some. Let's let's hear it from the horse's mouth, and, and you decide. And, and then I'll, I'll cap it up. But I think this is a perfect example of, of what it's like to have uh, privilege as a black person in this country because of shit that happened hundreds of years ago. Um, and now you get to just uh, shoot a white lady and come out as a hero. That's fucking amazing. Um, but again, I mean, it's hard out here for black people. Let, let's hear it from his words. All right, let's roll some of these clips. This is uh, Michael Bird, Lieutenant uh, Capitol Police Officer that shot Ashley Babbitt. Black, she's white. If it was reversed, uh, we can imagine it wouldn't go this way at all. Here we go. For the United States House of Representatives. Typically when an officer is involved in a, in a high-profile shooting, that officer is identified publicly. Why wasn't your name identified? Um, I believe it was because of the threats. Um, the vile threats, and conversations, and chatter uh, that's been expressed about me and my actions. Threats against your life? That is correct. Can you give us the nature of some of those threats? Uh, they, they talked about, you know, killing me. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Um, uh, even if that's true, uh, then, yeah, but that's every cop. Every cop that shoots somebody is faced with these threats, but they always get identified. Makia Bryant, the, the officer who shot, uh, her literally saved another black person. She had a knife. She was armed with the motion reared back to stabbing the unarmed person. And the officer shoots her and gets death threats and doxed by, uh, Jabron Lames. So... This guy, oh, because he has threat. No, 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 no. He was protected again, 
because one, he's the federal government. You 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 don't face the same scrutiny if you're an FBI agent as you would a beat cop. That's true. You, you don't face that same level of, and, and <laughs> even better, uh, you get to investigate yourself. Capitol Police investigated this, didn't release his information, and said, oh, he's cleared. That seems like a good old boy system, right? And I promise you people would be outraged if if this went the other way. I mean, (laughs) Derek Chauvin's trial is a perfect example. The jury is like, already said they're going to convict him wearing BLM stuff, can't get a change of venue, name is released, and didn't get an interview like this by the news. Kind of weird. Let's, let's go to another clip. Let's go to another clip. You feel like you're running out of options? We, we were already limited in the options that we had. Once we barricaded the doors, we were essentially trapped where we were. Uh, there was no way to retreat. Uh, no other way to uh, get out uh, because we did both sides of that quarter. So you're essentially trapped. And um, all of the training and policies that we have in place um, ended the same way in the 20 years that I've been inside the House chamber as a um, as an officer. We rely on our CERT, which is you know our, our containment team, and if they don't make it there to uh, stop the threat, you're the last line of defense, and it's up to you to take the appropriate action based on the circumstances. And then that's where you found yourself. And that's where I found myself. Once I completed putting up the barricade, at that point is when I realized they're here. The chants got louder. I couldn't make out what they were saying, but it sounded like hundreds of people outside of that door. And then once they started knocking down all of the barricades and crashing through the doors and windows of, of, of the, um, the East Lobby. I knew at that point, um, I'm yelling, I'm screaming. You know, my throat was hurting for a few days afterwards. Oh, I my goodness. I had been yelling. Oh, my goodness. This guy, I hope he got some time off after that for his throat hurting, uh, for yelling. Uh, I mean, so imagine this scenario. There's, imagine you're a cop and you're at the Foot Locker, um, and BLM is coming in. You're the last line of defense. You're the only cop there. The crowd's yelling, and there's hundreds of people, and you know they're they're coming. They're coming through. They also came into a police station too. Uh, they're coming, and you're the last line of defense. You can't give up the police station, and uh, and you're a white guy, and you're like. Fuck, I'm scared. I'm yelling. My throat is sore for several days afterwards. And you shoot Shaquisha as she climbs through the window, through the window of the police station that that BLM is going to burn down, viciously burn down, right? And you can't allow that. You have to have rule of law, and you can't capitulate that. You can't give up the the police department. You know, it's going to cause too many issues and people will see it. It'll be a, an effigy of, of all the chaos that has descended. So you shoot Shaquisha. She's unarmed. 
She's 120 pounds. And, you know, let's say this is in Seattle or whatever. And then, you know, the Seattle police goes ahead and investigates it, hides your name, and says, you know what? Uh, you're not guilty of, of killing Shaquisha. And then you get the interview about how heroic and scared and how sore your throat was after shooting Shaquisha. You know? Do you think it would go that way? Or do you think, uh, do you think it would be a little bit different? Do you think we would, uh, this interview would be different if you were a white male cop? Let's make you Christian and straight, too. Versus, uh, and you shot a, an unarmed black woman who was crawling through the window of the police station. Do you think this, this news story would go a little bit different? If you do, then you can see everything I'm talking about. But he gets to get interviewed and come off very noble and heroic. Let's, let's play another clip. Um, Here we go. Talking about Trump. She was murdered. What does it feel like to hear that from a former president? Well, it's disheartening, but the only other thing I like to say to that is uh, I spent countless hours, days, months uh, doing threat analysis, doing uh, evaluations, attending briefings, walkthroughs. Um, Getting paid. Escorts, coordinating with Secret Service that protects the president. There's pictures of me that have circulated um, that my wife was receiving during joint sessions in State of the Unions or when he was present, and I'm right there behind him. And I've escorted him on numerous occasions when he's visited the Capitol. You, you know what? Here, here, let me stop here for uh, Trump. Uh, Trump didn't pardon uh, any of the people at the Capitol building, if you're still a fan of his. And... Uh, he didn't release this guy's name. I'm pretty sure he could have. Uh, he was still in office, uh, so I don't, I don't understand why that none of that stuff occurred. But it didn't. So my faith in Trump is, uh, he's not my guy. He could have been the guy, and things were looking good in the beginning of his. But he ended up not being the guy. So let's let's continue with the clip. Appropriate to take a tactical defensive stance and posture to protect myself. If I'm standing directly in front of the doorway, I could have been shot myself. So it said somebody announced. A few years ago, yeah. Listen, it said somebody announced shots fired. This is kind of. Let's go to the conspiracy side of this. Was it the FBI? Was it, was it the FBI? Because we know FBI has inserted itself into the head leadership roles of all these organizations. Uh, that it investigates and then gets the people uh, to do like the kidnapping of that woman. Those were, it was literally like 11 out of the 12 people. One person was arrested because 11 out of 12 were FBI agents undercover. They were in the conspiracy. Imagine being charged for criminal conspiracy and, and it's a dozen people and you're the only one, you're like, oh, the other 11 were all FBI agents? Do they even know it? You don't, you, <laughs> like, how do we know a lot of this shit that, that they're saying, the damage is done, the alleged shots fired, uh, 
I don't know. I'm just thinking FBI. It's coming to mind. But let's let's continue. You were investigated for leaving your, your service weapon in a bathroom. And, and that's been brought up by, by those who are questioning your competency. Yeah. You want to respond to that? Sure. Uh, I had to take a shit. Mistake. He had to take a shit. Um, I'll, I'll skip you that. Uh, <laughs> everyone's had to take a shit. Uh, he just, uh, you know, forgot he carries a gun because, again, there's no reason for a Capitol Police officer to really use a gun. Uh, the Secret Service protects all the important people in the Capitol building is like, uh, I think there's there's Marines on the top that are snipers and stuff. That would be the people that actually do something. Uh, so they're just like, it's like the security guard. If you've been, uh, you know, to a downtown area where you're like, why is there a security guard in this, uh, you know, restaurant or whatever? Nothing's going to happen. No one's going to rob that fucking restaurant. He's just there. You know, it's not a bank or anything like that. It's just, it's a visual display of security type thing. Uh, it's basically his top flight, but a lieutenant, and good for him. Uh, let, let's continue on. Let's just skip that. What was happening on that day? Yes, what, what is it like to see the video Extremely of what happened? Extremely emotional. Uh, you know, it's uh, psychologically damaging. Um, dealing with counselors and have been some sure. January the Yeah, six. I believe that. Shooting uh, somebody's not easy. There are times, you know, you know, I can't sleep. I cry out, you know. Sometimes you can't do anything but cry. Um, people, you know, you felt like you did your job, and you know, you 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 help protect, you know, the worst people our, on earth. Our legislative leaders. The worst people country. on earth. I'm gonna remind you, the worst people on earth, the shittiest people, the p most parasitic. Um, anti-American, anti-citizen people on planet fucking Earth. But that aside. And you fought for democracy. And we don't have democracy. Established. Yeah, we don't have. And either way, if we did, democracy is uh, uh, two wolves and a sheep uh, voting on what they're going to eat tonight. So um, it just it comes off all noble. But when you really think of it, it's like, well, you protect people like Nancy Pelosi and AOC. Ugh. Uh, yeah. And then you, uh, what, uh, protect democracy? Literally, uh, Biden's votes spiked up in in only the um, swing states. All of a sudden, it's, it's fucking uh, four in the morning, and there's a surge in, in voter vote counts coming in just in the swing states. Only in the swing states. That's, that's not... Weird, and then you're like, let's audit those Dominion servers. Ah, well, we we can't. We deleted all our audit stuff, so there's nothing to audit. Just like we deleted the telemetry data when we went to the moon, because that seems reasonable. And you're like, well, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, I want to contest it. I want to show up and take some selfies and pray at the Capitol building. Oh, now you're gonna get shot. So, yeah, it, it comes off very noble. But then again, uh, would a legislator's life they're considered public servants. Would a public servant's life be more than the citizens they're supposed to serve? I mean, how many people died during the Black Lives Matters riots? And imagine if more cops would have fired on the rioters. Maybe David Dorn would still be alive if somebody would have made an example of of uh, LaShonda. You know, I don't know. 
So let's let's be noble about that too, maybe. Um, I'm proud of the job I do, and it's hurtful, um, but. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional just thinking about the uh, the attacks, the threats, things like that. Your, your life has been turned upside down. Yes, it has. You hoping uh, to regain it? In some form or fashion, I just... Well, the news, the media is here to help. This continues on. He calls himself uh, uh, courageous a couple times, uh, like self-proclamating. Um, and the news, obviously, they're not, uh, they're, they're trying to be a little like, oh, we'll try to give you a little bit of pushback, but I mean, can you imagine me doing this interview? Hey, do you think if you were white and, uh, and it was a black woman, do you think this would go the same way? I believe the guy sincerely, like if you shoot an unarmed person, you're going to struggle. If you shoot an armed person, you're going to struggle with it. If you shoot an unarmed person that happens to be a woman that's frail, you're going to be even more psychologically fucked. But here's the thing, if you're going to justify the circumstances and saying, well, he didn't know all the information, he thought there were shots fired, he thought there was all this commotion, he thought, that's that's most cops when they arrive to, to bad situations, by the way. If you show up to the hood, um, and on, on all these things, uh, Dante Wright, you show up, shots have been fired. You're told shots have been fired. So you are on edge. That is true. I think this guy was on edge. I don't think he said, I'm, I'm going to shoot uh, the first white lady that comes through. I think he's fucking on edge, has an adrenaline rush. Um, the training is poor. There's not been a lot of uh, experiential situations to cope with. And uh, he thinks he can uh, defend all means necessary, the members of Congress, even from unarmed people uh, that pose little to no threat. So... In light of those circumstances, yeah, sure. But I'm, my only point is, and I'm just going to harp on the only point that matters, is if you did this during BLM, how would this go? How would this play out? Where was where was uh, any of these people's... Where was the shooter that shot Micaiah Bryant's? Uh, where was that officer's interview? Where, where did he get his interview? Tell me when, when he got to get on TV... Um, with who is this? Uh, uh, with NBC News. When did he get to do that? That's the only point. I don't. I want to just stick to that sole point only. Races swapped. It's done. It's done. This dude's ruined. He doesn't get a chance of redemption. The news is trying to redeem him right now. That's why they're giving him the interview. But even if you save an. Uh, an unarmed black person from an armed black person and you're the wrong race, white. Your life is over. Your career's over. Uh, you publicly can't show your face. Somebody will try to kill you, for sure. Not just threaten it. So, let's keep it real and cops are always dealing with circumstances like that. So that's my only problem with all this. Um, I'm, I just want everyone to really critically, even if you disagree with me 100%, just imagine, even if it was at the Capitol building, BLM shows up, um, and they're trying to crawl through the Capitol building, and it's a white 
Lieutenant Michael Bird who shoots um, Shaquisha Babbitt. Black woman. What are the results? Is Does it play out like this? And where are all the angles and all the footage and all the cameras? This is a Capitol building. I'm sure there's a thousand angles, thousand cameras. Uh, we should be able to see all the radio transmissions, all that stuff. I'm, I guarantee all that shit's tracked. It's all tracked. You know, it's it's just like when Seth Rich uh, was shot. You know, there's conveniently no footage of that. So, uh, you know, it, it's not a fair assessment at all. And I just want everyone to be real about that. Let's move on to another piece of news. All right, on, on other news. Uh, and, and, you know, it wouldn't be this month and retarded as fuck without talking about, of course... In 2020 and 2021, uh, something Modella bug related. So, I thought this was absurd. I seen the video. Uh, in South Palm Beach, Florida, a bunch of doctors staged a walkout because the hospital is full, which means they're they're making money, right? Like they're they're making there's you know. It's like a, a barista being pissed that the Starbucks is always full. It's like that's, that's quite job security. I know you don't own the Starbucks per se, but that is nice to to know, you know, work isn't going anywhere anytime soon. You're going to you're going to have a steady job there. So, and it makes the day go by faster, typically if it's more busy. But I digress. These doctors were upset uh, that a bunch of unvaxxed people and I've said this before, unvaxxed, meaning just to one particular Mexican beer bug uh, is the only one that matters. If if you're on grinder sucking uh, uh, three dicks a day, living that type of lifestyle, you know, it it's, it's crucial to you that there's some sort of indication that the person you're going to go get, whose dick you're going to suck or dick's... Your dick's gonna get sucked by is is vaxxed. This is very important, and these platforms are all on board with that. But if they have HIV, I mean, there's, you know, that's not not so much of a concern, even though one seems more likely in a given situation. Again, I digress. We've we've done all this. These doctors, you know, they're they're a little upset that a lot of people came in, and uh, you know, they're. They're not vaxxed, and they're getting the bug and taking up space in the hospital. But, I mean, it, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, is this a reasonable... Let, let's first, let's ask, is this a reasonable response? Uh, well, let's say, let's see, d- did they ever do this before? So when the flu was around and 700 thousand people were dying from the flu you know and there were lots of people who didn't get the the flu vax were they behaving in such a manner I think not I think no I don't remember any walkouts because of the flu but uh, so there's no precedent for it and then so we have to ask ourselves is it genuine well, it almost seems like doctors are, to me, 
being paid to take care of the sick. This is like a, a cop protesting crime, in my opinion. Or like the barista complaining that there's too many people wanting coffee. Yes, you, you signed up to take care of the sick. So sometimes there's an influx of sick people. And you can think it's their fault or not, and I guess that's what we're going to talk about, but how about when the Tide Pod Challenge was going on, and kids were eating Tide Pods? Did they stage walk out then? No? Uh, wow, they, they didn't warn a, a protest? What about drug overdoses? Completely preventable. Just uh, don't do drugs. It's very simple. Uh, to not OD on drugs, you just... Don't do drugs. That's, that's quite a simple one. And you've never seen doctors saying, that's it. We're pumping another person's stomach? This is fucking ridiculous. I'm out. Who's with me? Never. Never before. Never before. I mean, we, we got a thing call, going on called the milk crate challenge. And uh, if somebody... Uh, goes into the ER because they were doing the milk crate challenge. So the milk crate challenge, you make this pyramid of milk crates and uh, try to step on the, the, the highest single solitary milk crate. And people are falling off and like breaking their wrist and all kinds of stuff. Our, our doctors, and all you have to do to avoid that type of injury and taking up space at the hospital, if you fall really badly, is to Simply just not do the milk crate challenge. You could just say, oh, I'm not going to... That seems stupid as fuck. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's clickbaity and shit, but it's not... It's very unintelligent. It makes me look like a dipshit, unless I'm able to pull it off. And it seems like people post the fails all the time. It, it is fun to watch, I will say that. Because it's not happening to me. <laughs> Mainly. But that's okay. Again, no protest. Would they treat these people? I think they would treat them. How about obese people and obese-related illnesses, which I've already said kill the most amount of Americans? And are, would a doctor walk out on that? And say, you know what? Um, I'm not going to do it think it's it's ridiculous you chose to fucking get this fat you're not exercising you're not eating healthy you made no efforts we're just gonna you just need to if you're obese you need to carry around do not resuscitate papers because that's what people say about i don't know if you've seen this this is a very popular uh basic bitch redditor thing to say is that if you well if you get a if you're not going to get the vax i think you carry do not resuscitate uh, resuscitate papers uh, with you. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with that for just this particular uh, bug. Absolutely. I'll carry papers around. If you write them up for me, I'll carry them around. That's how confident I am in my immune system, which is far superior to most of the people bitching and most of the people on Reddit. So, my, my immune system's ready to go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. And if it's my time, it's my time on that. Uh, 
But if I get shot in the chest, you're telling me that's somehow related to me being unvaxxed? I'm, I'm not understanding. The reason I got shot in the chest is, is because of that. So I need to have these do not resuscitate papers on me. Letting no wall, you know. Looks like Fox didn't get the fucking uh, vac, so can't can't help him out in this completely unrelated car accident or whatever the fuck. All right, it's not his fault. Very weird mindset there. Very peculiar mindset that people have. But I will say this: if anyone will want to do it, uh, my challenge goes out. I'm so confident uh, in beating the uh, Modelo. Uh, illness that I would lick a fucking Petri dish full of whatever the the next strain, the Echo strain or the you know, Foxtrot strain, right? I would I would eat that shit on my I'd sprinkle that shit on my fucking ice cream or some shit. I'd put it in some chips and queso and eat that shit. I'm so not worried about this shit. So if you if you can make that happen. Let's make it happen. I will do it on national television with the do not resuscitate papers. But again, uh, Fox at FoxMcKenna.com, no one will take me up on it. No one's going to take me up on it. I'm willing to put my money where my fucking mouth is, but no one's going to take me up on it. Wouldn't that be great to just watch like a live stream on uh, CNN of this guy who's so confident he can beat the newest strain that he fucking eats that shit? You watch me die. Come on, that's what you guys want. Also, again, I'll just remind everyone, the only people, according to uh, the CDC and everyone, that are dying are the unvaxxed, which everyone hates. So it seems like, again, uh, why are you trying to save these people? But, uh, so I recently uh, had to go to the hospital, unrelated to any of this. And it did look like uh, a lot of people were at the hospital for um, the Pacifico illness. And they looked fine. Spoiler alert. Uh, Here, and I'm just speaking in my geographical location, which is downtown Houston. It was a bunch of uh, uh, non-English speakers. And uh, they were all playing on their phone and shit crushing candies and shit waiting to be seen for the the illness that is supposedly just uh life threatening i didn't see anyone uh hacking blood up or anything i'm more confident now than ever so definitely take me up on this challenge if you want to i'm quite certain but shame on these doctors for doing this seriously uh you look just watch the video just just type in uh uh, South Florida Palm Beach doctor walkout uh, or doctor's protest and watch the video and look how, you know, just stoic their faces are looking in the distance, wearing their mask and just how smug it is. It just has a pompousness, pompacity, uh, audacity, all those things written on it. It just, it just, I see these people and I'm like, they're a bunch of fucking NPCs. Like, if you could just put them into a GTA game 
it it would be fun to start your level five uh, on their asses. You know what I mean? Like, just go off on their ass because it it just it looks like the most worthless NPC uh, people ever. And it just makes you wonder. Like, I I don't even know. I I could I'm gonna do one about that. Like, maybe we're in a video game because it just I sometimes just wonder. Uh, what what is real? You know what is what is really going on? Is this shit real? Are these people paid actors? Were those actual fucking uh, doctors doing that? Are, are these doctors real people? Or are there actual NPCs in this fucking world? And it's kind of creepy as shit to me, you know. And you'll notice some people you can't have dialogues with at all. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do one. How how? Maybe there's NPCs and how to tell if you're an NPC. I might do one on just that. But yeah, more more virtue signaling, more smugness uh, from from people who get paid uh, half a million dollars a year, and that's fine. I know you went to school for a long time and ate ramen and all this shit. And um, if eating ramen a long time qualifies you for getting half a million dollars a year, then uh, you know I should be getting like. You know, a hundred million a year, um, and I really resent those restaurants who try to serve up fancy ramen. Fuck you! Some of us had to eat it. Uh, suck our dicks. Uh, eat our pussies. You know, we're, we're we're tired of that shit. So, yeah, don't try to make, don't try to take a ten cent meal and then sell it for ten dollars. Mainly because I'm just jealous. I didn't come up with the idea. If I'd have known, I could have just sold cheap-ass food to uh, bougie people. Uh, Goddamn, I would have started that business when I was fucking 10. But never crossed my mind. Let's take poor people's food, add a little bit extra ingredients, and then scam their asses, charge $15 for a bowl of ramen. Fucking genius, really. I I hope a poor person came up with it. I really do. I I hope whoever is making a... A racket off of that. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, doctors make a ton of money. Sit your ass there and deal with it. Uh, cops should be walking out of Chicago right now. Especially if you're a fucking white cop. You should be hitting the road. You shouldn't even be anywhere near there. I've already said that. You should be as far away from that fucking, those places, Baltimore, all those. You shouldn't even be there. You're making forty to $60,000 a year for people who hate you. And crime just continues to go up. More cops continue to get shot. And no one gives a damn. Unless you're Lieutenant Bird chilling in the fucking White House. Uh, you know, that's that's sort of where we're at. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> but doctors, you make half a million a year. Chill out. Sit your ass up there and put these people hey, playing on their fucking cell phones that uh, didn't get the WhatsApp message about... Uh, the damn vaccine and didn't even know that, you know, that maybe you didn't print enough in Spanish or whatever the case is. Chill out. Okay. Chill out. Just, just get your fat ass paycheck call today. Okay. We don't want to hear your bitching. The rest of us who don't make that amount of money, we don't want to hear it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's dumb. No, no one wants to hear, uh, the realtor, who complains that they have too many listings. No one wants to hear the car salesman is like, they're just flying off the shelf, I can't keep up. Shut the fuck up. 
we'll just leave it at that. Let's go on to the next news. All right, now let's go over to Reddit for some news. Uh, not because I think Reddit is a great source for news, but this is called This Month and Retard as Fuck, and I think Redditors, minus the the stocks thread that made a lot of money off GameStop, uh, you know, other than that, uh, every other form I've been in uh, seems to be a bunch of uh, sheepish uh, dipshits. But let's go through. Uh, it can be a good source of news. All right, so here we go. Unvaccinated students to pay 750 uh, Cerveza bug fee at West Virginia College, 500 at Alabama school. Uh, top comment is, would I be allowed to drunk drive if I simply paid a drunk driving fee? And I responded, uh, we should fine people for being overweight too, since more die from heart attack, heart issues and diabetes. Uh, that was uh, also always uh, downvoted and uh, cast aside. All right, let's see. Report, New Orleans plans to require vax or negative cerveza bug tests to enter restaurants and venues. Although this was uh, noted before um, uh, the storm that seems to be hitting it. Uh, let's see, the top comment is, it requires regular folks to be the police to enforce it. Depending on where you work, the risk of cerveza bug could be less dangerous than the confrontation you might find yourself in. If you have to ask everyone every day, you're guaranteed some sort of confrontation. This is true because we're talking about uh, New Orleans, uh, which has uh, some ghetto folks. So yeah, I, I can see how the risk of the cerveza bug could be less dangerous than the confrontation you might find yourself in. I, I will say this is a smart top comment. I, I approve of it. But also, uh, something tells me they're going to walk back on this a little bit because... You know, they're the magnet central for hurricanes. I mean, statistically speaking, what are the likelihood this many storms and floods and shit would keep just pummeling the shit out of New Orleans? It, you know, I'm not saying it's a sign of providence, but, uh, you know, maybe maybe there's a lesson to be learned in this. Maybe God's saying, well, yeah, I mean, you can you can mask up and you can vax up and I can still hit you with a hurricane. I, I don't know. Let's Let's move on past that. Um, uh, my, my comment was, uh, Noel is already hurting economically in crime ridden, but this should help. So, yeah. In other words, what are your priorities? Let's go through reading the reddits, reading the reddits. This is very fun. Parent rips face mask off of teacher in confrontation at school. Texas district says. Funny enough, a nationwide this is a top comment. A nationwide survey came out, and half the teachers in the U.S. are considered quitting in the next two years. Gee, wonder why. Um, <laughs> let me. That's probably people retiring, not quitting. Um, and teachers are lazy as shit. By the way, they get off the entire summer. Still expect you to pay them. Uh, they still expect the same pay from going virtual. Uh, they expect uh, the same. Uh, pay even if they're not going to work or doing virtual. Just, hey, just pay us and we'll just get a free paycheck because survey uh, bug. And uh, I don't know if teachers know that if you're a teacher out there hearing this, this is what you have to worry about more, not my uh, dismay towards the U.S. education system and public school teachers. 
Uh, but just know Siri and uh, Amazon Echo and all these things uh, will soon replace you. It'd be much easier since most people are wanting to go virtual. Uh, I think I may have mentioned this in technology. In my podcast, technology will replace you. Um, but they're learning how humans speak and interact by having devices everywhere, and we voluntarily taught these uh, AIs. Uh, so when they get to the point where they can replace you, you won't need to quit. It'll just be, hey, just give the kid a phone and the teacher's right there. It's Siri. Siri will teach. And and that's not really unreasonable when you think about it. Like an AI that has access to, you know, all the information that Apple has at its fingertips and knows human speech patterns from having conversations with humans, uh, understands this interaction. Uh, this this would totally be a doable thing. So uh, I'd say just get over it and ripping uh, the face mask off. Uh, you could just fight the person. If somebody touches anything on your person, that's always a legitimate response. And uh, yeah, I mean, there you go. Uh, done. Just fight the person. Oh, but wait, yeah, the, the, your protection is off. Even though, you know, you'll go and sit at a table next to people and take them off and sit at a table for eight uh, at a restaurant where 16-year-olds work and don't wash their hands. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I put, my comment was, uh, let me try to sound like a normie Redditor. Oh my God, this is like attempted murder. Uh, that's how they all sound. It, it really is... Uh, China is, this is a good news story, China is buying up American farms. Washington wants to crack down. Uh, top comment uh, is actually deleted. <laughs> it literally says in, uh, which is funny. I think the person is being funny, but that is, that definitely should get upvoted. Freedom. We do everything, including hurt ourselves and our own interests in the name of freedom. Been our culture since Reagan. Laws against foreign countries owning farms in the U.S., that would be a federal government meddling in business, which we all know is the most evil thing in the world. Um, I think the person is being sarcastic, uh, but definitely uh, foreigners should not own anything in the U.S., for sure. I mean, if we had a uh, Citizens First-centered country, um, you just you just wouldn't do that. You wouldn't allow it. You maybe allow somebody with the proper documentation to come here and buy uh, one residential home for themselves. I think that's reasonable. You can have a residential home. I think it would be better if they rented from somebody who was an American, you know, and, and Americans made more money. And corporations were limited on how many properties they can own as well that are residential. I think that would be more beneficial for citizens. But I'll, I'll grant, we'll try to find middle ground here. Uh, you can own one property and then uh, that's it. So no foreign investors in property or farms. I responded, you can be all for capitalism by being, while being all for citizen-first policies. What other nation besides the U.S. would allow foreigners to own more land than its citizens? How does it benefit citizens to be outbid by foreigners? The, these, question, these questions are hardly asked by our leaders. I still can't get upvoted for, for any of this. I think I'm just uh, I'm shadow banned. I mean, it's true. Our leaders don't ask those questions. Okay. Uh, let's see. Any any more Reddit things that I screenshotted here? Um, a white Iowa woman 
who said she drove her SUV into the two children in 2019 to try to kill them because of their race, was sentenced in Thursday to 25 years in prison on federal hate crimes charges. Uh, yeah, every crime is hate-related that is violent, by the way. Uh, so, you know, it's... I put literally identical to this story, but the races were swapped and uh, not publicized, and it's true. Uh, from where the man who threw the boy off the balcony... Uh, yeah, and I think he got a year sentence, if I'm correct. Uh, so, there's that. Uh... I already said that Capitol Police officer who shot Ashley Babbitt exonerated in her internal probe. Uh, Somebody responded. This is how Redditors are. This is a top response. I can't believe that was the only person shot over this. Shot over the selfies and the praying and the nothingness that occurred. Yes, I I can't believe that either. Uh, I just responded, but if she was black. Visa and MasterCard are the reasons behind the OnlyFans restricting nudity on their site. Uh, <laughs> I just my question is who the hell's paying for porn when it's free? Only weirdos. Let's ban it. Uh, let's just ban OnlyFans entirely. Why not? Uh, let's see. Uh, Arizona Attorney General: Businesses can require employees to uh, get vaxxed. Yeah. And then somebody responds. I wonder where the goalpost are moving, going to move on Tuesday for the anti-vaxxers when it gets FDA approval. So I just put nothing. They just won't get it. Some people comply, sheep, and others don't. Period. Very simple. Just play a video game and notice the main character's traits versus an NPC and ask yourself, which am I? This is very simple. Which are you in the video game? The character just in the background that no one gives a shit about? So... Uh, you know, it's just, uh, this is crazy. After months away, renters returning to urban hotspots find apartments are out of reach. Uh, I wonder why the prices are going up. Could it be BlackRock and China and all these investors buying up property and jacking up the rent? Could it be that? I live, this is a top comment, uh, I live in a two-bedroom and pay eighteen seventy-five. I checked my complex's website. Now they're listing the same exact apartment layout for twenty-seven hundred dollars. This is less than six months after we signed. Uh, six months after we signed our lease agreement, so it went from eighteen hundred something to twenty-seven hundred, and in some of these places, so that's pretty ridiculous when you think about it. That's absolutely insanity, uh, and. <laughs> Uh, the, the small landlords are being targeted. Uh, that's what the moratorium actually on, uh, rent is, on evictions. It, it targets small landlords because a big company, BlackRock's fine. It has trillions of dollars to lose. CVS will require nurses, pharmacists, corporate employees to be fully vexed. Imagine how many, I responded, how many, imagine how many lives would be saved if all corporations would also make the employees work out and eat healthy. It's true. I mean, at, at what point do you draw the line? Is it about saving lives? Unvaxed pregnant nurse, unborn baby die after she contracts a cerveza bug. My simple response, same people who are pro-choice walk like they are outraged. Hilarious to me. Uh, yeah, this is why I'm not on this site, really. <laughs> 
So here's one. Uh, 60 Florida hospitals have less than 48 hours of oxygen left. By the way, uh, this was uh, a week ago. Everything ended up being fine. Uh, I just responded because it's about oxygen. Uh, how does this help George Floyd? Also downvoted. <laughs> uh, officer who shot Ashley Babbitt in Cal- oh, I did this. Uh, I saved countless lives. That was his quote. Some the top redditor. It was the first time Bird ever shot his weapon in his 28 years on the force. Yeah, he also left it in a fucking restroom. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness. My gosh. Okay, here, here's one. Two men are beaten and robbed in the middle of State Street as people walk by, drive past, and twerk up a storm. Now, you guys can't see the photo, but who are you picturing? Who are you picturing? Who are you picturing? Who's twerking up a storm? Who's doing that? Let me read this again. I want you to get this right. Is it uh, two men are beaten and robbed in the middle of the state street as people walk by, drive past, and twerk up a storm? Who are the people twerking up a storm and not giving a shit? Is it A, Asian Americans, B, Native American Indians, C, Middle Eastern and Indian people, D, white people, E, other races, F, Black people. I'm not going to say the answer. I don't want. I don't want to spoil this for you guys. All right, that was uh, that was reading the Reddit's. Uh, <laughs> I hope that went well. You you caught up on a lot of news here. So so an important news story I want to mention, and this goes back to the January 6th thing, where the FBI is uh, uh, arresting about 500 people. Uh, it's pretty disgusting. Uh, they've arrested uh, none for BLM. They have a splash page up. I've already said that. And uh, they're not going after Antifa or BLM for anything that they've done, uh, including bl- burning down a police station and everything. Uh, it's it's really fucking disgusting. Um, but uh, InfoWars' Owen Schroyer was arrested, who did not go in the Capitol building whatsoever. And I think it has to do with he did this a year ago during the Trump impeachments that Jerry Nadler, while he was talking. Uh, so let's listen to this. We will hear 30 minute pre- opening arguments from counsels for the majority and the minority of this. Com- That was courageous, actually. And they can laugh and be smug elitist and aristocratic, oligarch pieces of shit all they want. The audience is here. So, uh, but that that took courage to do that. Um, he obviously he trespassed there because uh, he was in there, uh, but it took that took a high level of uh, moral courage to do that. And I've always liked Owen Schroyer. I got to meet him uh, in Houston once. Uh, now he's been arrested. 
They said he wanted a new revolution on January 6th, feds say. Now he's charged in the Capitol riot. The complaint supporting the arrest warrant for Owen Schroer was photographed in this Fed Frederick's... Uh, on August 20, he was charged the day before with two federal crimes in connection. Uh, it's literally just, be a part of history, fight for Trump. It's a picture of him with a bullhorn and Alex Jones. That's very weird. That's the proof? That's the, the complaint supporting the arrest? Uh, it doesn't look... And it's a picture of him being there and standing outside the Capitol. Wow. Uh, had just given a speech encouraging his supporters to fight like hell, authorities said, as they marched to the Capitol. Well, okay. So that's it. So you have free speech, but you can't say, we know they stole it, and we're not going to accept it. I also remember him... Uh, I also remember, and in, in people... I can't find a clip for this because it's scrubbed, and I'm sure somebody could find it, maybe on BitChute or something like that. But I also remember him warning people that if go don't go to the Capitol, let's just stay outside of it because it's a trap. They're opening the doors. I also remember him and other people mentioning that, and it was. I mean, how many of the people who uh, did that, who opened the doors? Well, they're Capitol police officers for sure because it was open from the inside, and then uh, FBI agents are a part of. Um, the top ranks of Proud Boys, uh, Three Percenters, and all those groups. Uh, we we already have studies on that. So, yeah, and uh, Owen Schroer's comments here uh, that he made on the show, uh, he publicly denied any wrongdoings. In a video posted Sunday to the InfoWars website, the host said he never, he and his crew never entered the Capitol, and this is true, they were being filmed the whole fucking time. I mean, that's the craziest part. And did not go around or jump any barricades as they walked the grounds. And, Schroer added, no police officers or other authorities tried to stop them. I am an innocent man, Schroer said in the video, describing the case against him as ludicrous and beyond weak. The claims that they're making just are completely untrue. To date, almost 600 people have been charged with federal crimes in the deadly attack on the Capitol. Deadly attack. What was deadly about it compared to BLM? What was compared? What was deadly about it? Because a bunch of elitist pricks are inside the fucking building? A bunch of snobby, spoiled, entitled, piece-of-shit brats that run the fucking country are inside of it? The most worthless, basic bitch people on planet Earth are inside of it? whose lives are worth way more than everyone else's? Is that why? That's horseshit, and we all know it. Fucking ridiculous. Or, uh, Schroer described himself and others being charged in the riot as political prisoners, adding that Trump supporters did not coordinate the storming of the Capitol. If anyone conspired to breach the building, it was the feds. That's true. That's true, actually. That's true. It, that's 100% true. And let's go to the uh, Reuters.com, FBI. The FBI has found scant evidence that the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol was a result of an organized plot to overturn the presidential election results. 
according to four current and former law enforcement officials. Though federal officials have arrested more than 570 alleged participants, the FBI at this point believes the violence was not centrally coordinated by far-right groups or prominent supporters of then-President Donald Trump. Everyone could have told him that. It's a bunch of people just showing up because it looked weird the way Biden won. It looked beyond weird. It looked like a fucking uh, setup. And so they were pissed off. And how many audits and analysis did they get? Nothing. They got arrested. 90 to 95% of these are one-off cases, said former senior... uh, Okay, let's read through. Uh, FBI did find that cells of protesters include followers of the far-right Oath Keepers and Proud Boys groups have aimed to break into the Capitol... But they found no evidence that the groups had any plans about what to do once they made it inside. Yeah, they planned on going in there. That's it. Prosecutors have filed conspiracy charges against 40 of those defendants, alleging that they engaged in some degree of planning before the attack. Yes, you do have to plan. Uh, it was not an attack, but you do have to plan to do stuff. You know, you have to, like, if I'm if I'm going to go on a trip to Austin, I have to... Buy, you know, buy an Airbnb, book one, um, get some gas in my motherfucking car, um, uh, look at the route so I know, uh, am I close enough to the building? Yeah, it requires a little bit of planning. That's sort of how uh, any any trip anywhere kind of works. So everyone is guilty of some sort of planning. I don't, I don't think people go typically to another state willy-nilly. I think it's very rare. Maybe people with RVs. Um so no, it's uh of course. <laughs> but let's let's go through another one just in case you're like, what what how do you how are you gonna say the feds did it? By the way, the FBI just figured out the obvious. It took the FBI this long in arresting that many people to figure out what I knew on day one. You can go back, check the receipts, I'm I'm right about this. But it took that many a ton of agents and a ton of investigation and a ton of arrests to determine what I and many others knew because it's logical. But these elite aristocrats are not, they're not, they may be book read and smart to a certain degree. They may be able to pass a test uh, and and do really good on it, uh, ace that SAT, but they're fucking dumb shits. They have no practical knowledge or wisdom whatsoever. And, And it's obvious. Our leaders have no wisdom either. But let me let me let's go to another article here. So in the Governor Whitner kidnapping thing that happened, uh, dark shadow cast on probe of Whitmer, Whitmer kidnap plot after FBI told informant to lie, delete text. Attorney says. Let's go through the headlines. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into the weeds on all this. I remember I think I, I already did an analysis on this. It was 11 out of the 12 people in the room were informants, and one of them was. Uh, uh, the actual guy being talked into by the informants on on considering it. Can you imagine this? <laughs> oh goodness! I, I just you can't make this stuff up. Did FBI informants thwart or encourage the plot to kidnap Gretchen or uh, Gretchen Whitmer? Uh, raises critical questions about anti-terror enforcement, which can rest on mere appearances. Than tangible charges. 
Well, that seems to be what's happening to uh, Schroyer, huh? How many of the people that uh, act, any of the actual assaults or violence or the uproar that actually occurred at the Capitol, uh, how many were uh, FBI uh, agents? If there was any, I've, I've watched the videos. I didn't see anything really. It looked like a bunch of people selfing. I remember the security guards like, hey, you guys know not to break anything in here. And they're like, yeah, we know. All right, thanks, man. It's a sacred hall or something. Uh, but we've already done this. Uh, <laughs> FBI agent in investigation of Whitmer. Whitner, Whitmer, I don't know why I don't like this name, kidnap plot charge. An FBI agent who testified about alleged plot to kidnap uh, Governor Whitmer is facing an assault charge, according to court records. He appeared in the Kalamazoo court. That sounds like uh, stupid as shit, Kalamazoo, huh? In accordance with FBI policy, the incident is subject to internal review, and I cannot comment. It seems like all this corrupt stuff going on by the FBI, huh? Uh, exclusive Proud Boys leader was prolific informer for law enforcement. Reuters. Yeah. So, it's it's funny. Uh, Proud Boys Oath Keepers. You mean FBI? It's almost like you you mean is that what you mean? You mean FBI agents at the top? Okay. Because that's what I'm imagining. Now people at the bottom obviously don't know that shit's going on. You know. <laughs> It's like finding out the Pope is an atheist or something, you know? Uh, but it's ridiculous. Owen Schroyer, uh, what was his crime? What was his crime? And don't we have free speech? Don't we have the right to assemble, the right to protest? Uh, it's just funny that people want to talk. There, There is no constitution, I'll keep saying this, and there's nothing to conserve. Just remember that. Just keep that in the back of your mind. And let's just let's just end on a lighter note here. Um, and and this is the direction we might be heading. And I worry about this. Uh, it's not related to us, so it won't affect us or stir us up. Um, so I came across this: China erases billionaire actress Zoe from history. I was like, that's a weird title. Uh, this is news.com. Uh, Australia AU. Uh, one of China's most famous and richest actresses has been completely erased, and the Chinese government is thought to be behind it. Thought to be. Uh, Jamie Sadel, uh, August 31st, 2021. Uh, she has billion, She has millions of adoring fans. She's worth billions of dollars. But she's been erased from history, uh, and they won't say why. Zhao's name won't be immortal. Her entire internet existence has been scrubbed. All serials and chats showing... Featuring her have vanished from major Chinese online streaming sites. She no longer even appears in the online credits for the movies she appears in. I mean, this is crazy. And then I scroll down. You know, what did she do? Um, so I, I'm just going to call him Emperor Z, right? Because uh, I can't say this guy's name. Z, uh, Z Jinping, Ping, Jinping. Zhao, uh, so she was accused of being uh, unpatriotic for hiring a Taiwanese actor to play a leading actor in a 2016 film. Uh, this was this choice was overturned shortly after Zhao's business acquisitions began to attract close regulatory and taxation scrutiny. Last month, a uh, public relations agency shows she became embroiled in nationalistic scandal when she uh, took a selfie while visiting Japan's uh, war dead shrine. Uh, let's see, 
Uh, Beijing is worried about personality cults, at least not centered on Xi Jinping. Uh, Xi Jinping thought is now compulsory teaching at schools. Xi Jinping urges features in almost every state-controlled news report. But the lies and acts of entertainment celebrities remain much more popular in social media chat rooms. Little wonder celebrity fan culture is not something Z considers to be a Chinese characteristic. Yeah. Celebrities can no longer be ranked in order of popularity. Talent agencies must submit themselves to the Communist Party oversight. Fan clubs must be licensed and officially authorized. Any disagreement between fan of different high-profile personalities must be immediately censored. Wow, it, it's almost like we're headed this direction, huh? And on, on a side note, you notice uh, talent agencies must submit themselves to Communist Party oversight. This is why I said, when people think there's individual Chinese investors in this country, no, there's not. There's um, Chinese uh, communists that will, the Chinese government owns all these Chinese people, unless they've renounced their citizenship and they're never going back, and they're on a kill list of China, you, you cannot trust that they actually own the property. It's most likely that it's the Chinese communist government that owns it. Uh, and, and this seems obvious uh, to anyone that has any fucking sense and understands communism. But look, look at what they've done. This woman has disappeared. She's gone. Scrubbed. Didn't they do this with somebody? Oh, Infowars? Infowars? Uh, it seems like, yeah, on YouTube and all that. Uh, Owen Benjamin. Um, Milo Yiannopoulos. Kinda, they kind of got a little scrubbed, huh? My podcast doesn't even show up on the platform I use to post my podcast. Use CastBox, by the way. It'll actually notice, notify you. of. I hate saying that because now I feel like they're going to go for that. But it, CastBox will, as of now, notify you when I post a new podcast if you give a shit about that. Um, but... Yeah, this is, you just look at these places and, and say, man, this could be our future, except we won't, at least China is strong. The problem with us is we're too focused on equity. And so we're not even strong. We're going to have this system, but collapsed uh, economy. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's looking like it's uh, going down the shitter. But uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you again. I appreciate you guys coming for uh, this month in retarded as fuck. August 2021. Until next time, go fox yourselves.